Hey, Warren Ross coming to you live from my basement for the second episode of the Plain English Podcast. Well, it's not really live. It's almost live. Pretty much live. Kind of like Joe Biden. He's not really alive, but he seems to be winning now in Georgia and Pennsylvania. So I'm going to call shenanigans on this entire operation. There's no way that Joe Biden wins Georgia. Like, there, he's not alive. This is literally weekend at Bernie's three. The Democrats got a dead guy. They put some strings on him. They danced him all around. They put some sunglasses and a mask on him and drug him out when they needed him, stuck him in the basement when they didn't. And now this guy's going to be president and he's winning Georgia. That doesn't make any sense. I've heard some people say that they think that, uh, you know, a lot of people voted for Joe Biden and then they switched over and voted for all the Republicans just because they don't like Donald Trump. And Maybe that happened, but it's really hard for me to logically understand how someone could hate Donald Trump so much that they vote for a guy whose brain doesn't work, as, um, as Kyle Kalinske says. That's not just me. It's a lot of people on the right. There's people in the middle and people on the left who, you know, if you look at it honestly, the guy's brain doesn't really work all that well. He's, he's always been a gaff guy you know he's always gaffed his way through everything he uh he's kind of always plagiarized his way through everything too but at some point you have to understand that you know things aren't firing anymore uh, synapses are getting much much larger i think in his case or you know maybe there's something gumming up the works maybe he's got alzheimer's who knows we wouldn't know because the guy would not submit to any tests or he, he said he was, and then a few weeks later, he said, no, I've never been tested. Why would I be tested? So I don't think this is going to be, uh, I don't think this is a good situation for the country as a whole, because if Joe Biden does win, a lot of people on the right are going to say, this is bullshit, because supposedly dead people and people who don't live in Nevada are voting in Nevada. We have Michigan the poll workers are putting up poster boards on the windows so people can't see inside, which is a violation of federal law. They have a federal law that says that poll workers or, or poll watchers should be able to watch people count the, the votes. So if you put up giant poster boards all over the windows, not only are people not able to see the votes, they're not able to see anything. They could be in there having a dance party. That might be why it takes so long to count the votes. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, in Philadelphia and Pennsylvania, um, the city attorney, they got a court order. The, the Trump people got a court order saying you have to let us watch the polls because this is a federal law. And the city attorney says, yeah, we see it. We'll look into it. And then they don't let him go in. And then they, they appealed the court order that says that the Trump people have the right to watch the counting. So if Joe Biden wins, a lot of people on the right are not going to accept it. And I think you're going to see a lot of people on the right take things a lot further than people have in recent times. I think it's going to get really nasty. And uh, if you convince people that their vote doesn't matter, then this is not a democracy anymore. This is not a constitutional republic. If their votes don't count at all, and it only really matters who is counting the votes, then 
No one's going to trust the system. And really, why would they after in the last election, the FBI spying on a political campaign based on bullshit evidence that was made up by a discredited British spy who got the information from a Russian agent and they put this together on behalf of Hillary Clinton. Why would anybody trust this system if the FBI is just going to interfere and they're texting each other saying, you know, we have an insurance policy. Don't worry if Trump gets elected. We have an insurance policy. Kind of sounds like a coup. I mean, it's not a violent coup, but it's still a coup. If you have half the government basically trying to kick out a duly elected president, what's the point? What's the point of any of this if it doesn't matter who we vote for, if votes are just tallied by people and no one has the ability to oversee anything? So ho hopefully, hopefully we'll get some, uh, some, uh, some lawsuits and uh, you know, things will go through the court process and we'll get some visibility on this system because maybe, maybe Joe Biden did actually win. I really hope not because that says a lot about the American people but maybe he did actually win. If we have visibility and we can see that he won, then you're gonna have a lot more people who are not quite as far out on the fringe who are going to accept the results. You're always gonna have fringe people who don't accept the results, but if you at least have some semblance of you know, a, a fair election, then a lot of people will accept it. But if Joe Biden didn't win and Trump wins or eventually Trump wins, I think the left is going to lose their fucking minds. You know, if they're willing to riot and destroy half a city because the police shot someone who was chasing them with a knife, what do you think they're going to do if the person they view as worse than Hitler, I don't, I don't even remember who, who the guy was that said that in the media, but uh, there, there was a quote that they said he was worse than Hitler. If you elect someone who's worse than Hitler, what do you think these people are going to do now? They're going to go absolutely apeshit because as far as they're concerned, the concentration camps are coming. Trump's going to put everybody in concentration camps. Everything's going to, he's going to grow a little mustache. Everything's going to get terrible. And it's, it's going to be a huge, huge issue. And I think that, well, either of these scenarios probably leads us to some sort of civil war. Um, and I've been saying this for a long time, uh, but nobody, nobody really listens. But now it seems like people might be listening because we, we basically have the country split down the middle, half and half. It's no longer uh, geographic regions. It's basically cities versus non-cities. And you have people who don't really have anything in common, no views in common. I mean, we don't even have a, a shared society or culture in common anymore. So what's the point of the country? This, this, is, this is how you, you, you lose an empire. All empires fall eventually. And people are very short-sighted, especially in this country, because we've never had you know, a foreign invasion here. The only war that we've really had here since the, the, you know, the creation of the country yeah, well, the British kind of came back in 1812 and they were always kind of screwing things up. But we had the Civil War and then that was it. All the other wars have been somewhere else. And people are very complacent because no one that they have ever met 
has been involved in a war anywhere near where they live. And if you have people who don't understand what it's like, they're not going to understand that it can happen there. It, it can happen anywhere. And it's not that big of a leap. Um, if, the, if the power goes out, this society basically ends. All, all politeness, everything like that, every rule of law, that's all gone if the power goes out because then people need food and water and shelter and they will do whatever it takes to get it. And I think a lot of people don't really understand that that is how humans function because they've only experienced a society where everyone kind of gets along because even if you're homeless in this country, like even the homeless people have cell phones and they can sit outside and, you know, stand at the intersection and just have a sign that says need money and probably make more than I do. You know, there, there are people who make six figures just begging on the street and it's not even really begging half the time. They just stand there with a sign. I could go look sad with a sign and make a bunch of money, but that would kind of be a skeezy thing to do. Um, not that it's skeezy for homeless people to do it, but I don't really understand why you would want to support someone who obviously has the ability to go to a shelter. You know, there's, there's welfare programs. The, the, the reason these people are out on the street is because they have drug or alcohol issues and they won't let you take heroin and liquor into the homeless shelters. So that's why those people are out on the streets. Don't support their habits. Don't support this substance abuse. Support them if they want a job. Support them if they want to improve their lives. Don't just give them more and more money for heroin and liquor and whatever else they want to do because it's going to kill them eventually. This is, this is the, the basic idea that uh, Democrats tend to think more with their hearts, right? They, they, it's more feelings. They have good intentions, but they don't think things through all the way. Like they hate Donald Trump, so they vote for Joe Biden. But Joe Biden, by any, any logical standard, is, is not all there. So what do we do after that? Well, is he going to stay there in the presidential role and be, basically be a puppet for who knows who? Or are they going to 25th Amendment him and have Kamala Harris step in? Either way, it's not good because Kamala Harris is like the furthest on the left in the Senate uh, by nonpartisan tracking companies. They say she's the farthest left. She's further left than Bernie Sanders. And she's an authoritarian. She kept people in jail long past their sentences were up because when she was attorney general of California, they had them on these chain gangs and they were getting free labor out of them. So they didn't want to let people go. So a lot of these, a lot of these people just got stuck in jail. And a lot of these people were in jail for, you know, weed, minor drug crimes, things like that. And then she goes on a radio show and laughs about smoking weed and listening to Snoop Dogg when she was in college 10 years before Snoop Dogg released anything musically. So She's uh, an authoritarian, uh, crazy leftist, and a liar. And she has the creepiest laugh I have ever seen. Is she's, she's like the Joker, basically. And if you ask her a question she doesn't want to answer, she just busts out in this crazy laugh. You want that lady to be president? Because she's probably the one who's going to step in. Because even if Joe Biden stays in office, even if they don't take him out with the 25th Amendment, eventually 
that guy's going to die. Like, there's no way he makes it eight years. I don't think he makes it four years. How's it, how's he going to, how's he going to stay there? But while, all, all the while, while he's there, he's going to still have the ability to make these decisions. He still has the power to do it. He still has the nuclear launch codes. And we don't know who is going to be telling him what to do. It's basically probably going to be people in his cabinet. We haven't figured out who those people are yet. They don't know exactly who those people are yet. But people just voted for this guy who we all know is not going to be in charge of almost anything as soon as he gets in office. So it seems like the country is just kind of basically like a, you know, like a drunk toddler just running around doing whatever the fuck they want. And it's, um, it's not really going to end well. So uh, right now, Joe Biden is leading in Georgia and um, Pennsylvania and allegedly Arizona. I find it hilarious that they won't call Alaska for Donald Trump, even though 50% of the results are in and it's two to one. Trump to Joe Biden. It's, Trump has 60%, Joe Biden has 30%, and they still won't call it. But <laughs> they were calling some states when there were 3% results in and Trump was winning. They would call it for Joe Biden. It's like even Fox, they're at the point now where they're just calling things for Joe Biden if there's a slight chance that he wins it and leaving things open for Trump even if Trump obviously is going to win. And uh, I, had, I had a guy tell me, you know, you have to watch OAN. Well, I don't have OAN because I have Hulu now. We cut the cord. So I can't really watch that unless I stream it on the internet. But I like to listen to a lot of podcasts all day from people on the left and the right and the middle. And I can get a pretty good feel for what's going on because they have all the clips of the crazy things that CNN is saying every day. And, uh, you know, it's not the most efficient way to get the news. Obviously it would be better if there was a channel that was actually straightforward and, you know, gave us the truth, but who's going to find it? Who's going to, who's going to create it? Maybe, maybe OAN. I, I kind of feel like they're way out on the right probably. Um, but I, th I feel like Fox is in the middle now because MSNBC is so far to the left and CNN is so far to the left that Fox, Fox actually has people on who are pro-Trump and then they have people on who are anti-Trump. I think it balances out a lot more at Fox than it does at CNN or MSNBC or ABC or CBS or NBC, all those places. They're, they're pretty much in the tank for anything the Democrats say because they are Democrats. They are all Democrats and they all agree with the same thing. So why would they even question these people? Why would they question Joe Biden? Why would they ask him why he stays in his basement the entire campaign? Oh, that's, uh, well, COVID, you know, obviously. No, if, if you're going to be president, you're going to have to go out and do shit. So you can't hide in your basement the whole time and claim that you're going to be ready to be the president. And still, and still you people voted for him. Why would you vote for the guy? I understand not liking Trump. I really understand it. He tweets crazy things sometimes. He's very abrasive. But there's, there's a difference between hating Trump and actively burning down the fucking country. 
And it's not really a fine line. You can hate Trump and vote for anybody else. You can write in anybody you want for president. You can vote for, you know, the libertarian candidate, the Green Party candidate, whoever. But why would you vote for Joe Biden? The guy doesn't even remember what he says. Or if he, I'm sure he does remember what he says. Somebody's probably told him. He's just a straight up liar. You know, there's like 80 videos of him saying, I'm going to ban fracking. And then he says, I never said I was going to ban fracking. And now they say, well, he really meant on public lands. Okay, maybe he meant that, but he never said it. If I say I like cupcakes, and what I really mean is I like fish, maybe I meant I like fish, but that's not what I fucking said. And that's not how people heard it. And that's not what people understood. Everybody knows that he was trying to cave to the far left, saying we're going to ban fracking, we're going to ban fossil fuels, even though we don't have you know, a legitimate replacement for those things yet. Uh, and apparently nuclear is just off the table. I love how people don't even discuss nuclear anymore. It's not even an option, but we'll, we'll just go with solar power, right? Because the sun is always out or wind power because the wind is always blowing, except it's not. And we don't even have the batteries to store that kind of power. Um, so other things, other things in the news to talk about, you know, I'm going to start putting notes together for these things. Um, cause it seems like people are actually watching. Like I got 12 whole views on my first video, uh, <laughs> which is kind of surprising to me because why the fuck would anybody watch this? This is basically just me ranting into a camera, but, uh, I'm going to get some guests on, have some people in maybe turn one of these empty rooms in here into a little studio. Uh, probably that one. Cause I don't know what that is like a screening room or something. Um, but yeah, so I think I forgot to talk about, uh, who I am in the first one. So, um, uh, my name's Oren. <laughs> I always forget that part. My name's Oren Ross. Um, so I'm originally from Tifton, which is in South Georgia. Um, 69 miles or my house is 69 miles north of the Florida border. Uh, I grew up on a farm and my family has been down there for a very long time. And, um, I, uh, you know, graduated high school and they didn't want me to go very far for college because they knew that I was a screw up because I never studied like an ounce in my whole life. And, uh, they were right. So I went to the little two-year college uh, in Tifton for eight months, maybe, maybe eight months. And then um, I uh, ended up uh, dropping out after spring break because I figured, you know, I don't need college because, you know, again, I, I probably didn't at that time. Um, and I didn't really have any direction. I was just kind of, I basically said, fuck it. And uh, I dropped out and I got F's on everything because if you drop out after spring break, the drop ad deadline's gone. So I automatically failed every single class I was in. And then I went and worked at the uh, uh, UGA experiment station for a while and, and basically got paid minimum wage and uh, was really just wasting a lot of time and hanging out with my friends. And then eventually I realized that that was not going to work out well, because even though I might have the ability to run a business or, you know, figure things out for myself, I didn't have a plan. And that was probably the worst thing about it. 
Uh, I had no plan in place. I literally just decided while I was sitting in chemistry one day, I don't need this. And I stood up and walked out. Um, so eventually I got back into the school and I switched from pre-med to pre-law. And uh, after I got the associate's degree there, um, phone keeps answering. To be continued. All right. So one of the good things about my job is that I can basically work from anywhere 99% of the time. One of the bad things about my job is that uh, people call and I have to answer and uh, my answering service is called. And uh, turns out it was just another person who was not a client. Just everybody wants to call my work number um, for some reason. So anyway, uh, just a, a little bit more about me. I went to uh, you know Valdosta State and then I came up to Atlanta to go to law school and business school at GSU. And um, now we live in uh, Johns Creek over here by Newtown Park and uh, it's kind of nice, but it's also really crowded and uh, really expensive. And I would like to move further out. This is as far out as my wife was willing to go because um, her family all lives inside the perimeter. And this is, this is basically a safari for them to come out here, but sometimes they come, uh, but it wouldn't be that much difference if uh, they had to go 10 more minutes up a highway. So anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm going to end up getting some guests on here. It's probably going to just be my friends at some point, but hopefully I can convince some legitimate people to actually show up and talk to me in my basement. Uh, I don't know why they would do that, but Seems like people like podcasting right now, so maybe they will. But at some point, they're gonna have to declare this presidential race for someone, and I'm not really sure what's gonna happen after that, because it seems like they're gonna declare it for Joe Biden anyway. And, uh, and then there's gonna be a lot of lawsuits, and they've already filed some, and uh, everybody's gonna be kind of going nuts. And uh, we're not really gonna know who the president is going to be so it's going to be really crazy for everybody over the next couple months but you know at least there's not some kind of virus or pandemic that people are worried about you know at least we won't have two calamities at one time even though you know what do i know i'm not a doctor except it seems like the mortality rate for COVID is nowhere near what they thought it was going to be and the mortality rate you know it's, it's way down New York is still locked down. California is still locked down. They're actually, they're actually limiting people in California as to their Thanksgiving. They said it can be no longer than two hours. It has to be outside. And you can have, I think, only like three, three different immediate families, three nuclear families there. So my family, you know, there's six, six kids on my dad's side. So I guess we would have to have two Thanksgivings outside. Uh, <laughs> It's, uh, it's kind of ridiculous how, how, uh, how insane the Democratic Party has become. And I've been saying for years that this was where they were going. For years and years and years. And everybody said I was crazy. And, you know, these were just conspiracy theories. No one's ever actually going to call for banning guns or call for socialism or, you know, call for destroying the Constitution, you know, adding states just so they can have more senators. Nobody's going nobody's to say we should pack the court. Oh, except they're 
saying all those things now. They're all saying it and they act like it's normal. So I'm glad they've, you know, they're, they're kind of saying the quiet part out loud now, uh, which makes me feel kind of vindica- vindicated because I've been listening to these people talk for a long time and they don't, they don't seem to realize that, you know, recordings have been around for decades and videos have been around for decades. Maybe there weren't cell phone videos from the nineties, but there were actual cameras there and you can find all these videos on YouTube or somewhere else on the internet. And you can see what these people were saying 20, 30 years ago, they were saying the same shit in private. They wouldn't say it in public because they know that the majority of people who are just trying to live their lives and, you know, work their job and raise their kids. They're not on the internet going through and trying to figure out who's saying what, trying to find the videos where these people actually admit what they really want. So they just push it off to the side and say, no, we don't believe that. You should vote for us anyway. And then they get into office and they go a little bit further left. And then the next year, a little bit further and a little bit further. For instance, uh, you know, they're all worried about abortion. Even if Roe versus Wade, well, it's not versus, Roe v. Wade was reversed today. That doesn't mean abortion's in. That means it now becomes a state decision again, which is how this country was designed in the first place. All of these decisions are supposed to be state decisions. There are very limited powers for the federal government in the Constitution. They can do these things everything else is left to the states. But that's not how it works when you have a centralized government where, what is it, like the, I forget how many, like the nine richest counties or whatever in the whole country are right around Washington, D.C. Because there's a ton of money flowing in and they steal people's taxes and they pay lobbyists and just whatever else. There's, there's just so much corruption, like you know, insider trading laws are different for people in the Senate. And in Congress, that's why all these people who are public servants for, you know, 50 years, that's how they're millionaires. Uh, the, the, the black guy running against, um, oh, I can't even remember her name now. I'm glad I can't remember her name. The crazy lady in uh, California, the House representative, he was outside her, her $6 million mansion. She doesn't even live in her district. She's in a mansion somewhere near her district and they still vote for her. And how, does she, how is she making this money? You're, you're making $170,000 a year if you're in the Senate. How are you turning $170,000 a year into 10 million or 20 million or 30 million? Well, for one, there's probably a lot of shady dealings. They get a lot of information ahead of time. And the rules for insider trading are not quite the same for them. And two, they're probably taking payments for some shit. I mean, honestly, this, this whole Joe Biden, Hunter Biden thing, it makes sense. They don't want to put the money in his name. Well, they just give it to his son and then his son can pay for stuff, give him money, you know, buy a house for him. He could, he could do basically anything for it and Joe Biden could benefit from it, but he wouldn't have to take it directly. The same thing with the Clinton foundation. They're running a foundation while this lady is secretary of state and all these different countries are just pouring money into this foundation and then she's making national decisions about these countries and about our policies towards these countries after they handed her family a fucking ton of money 
That's crazy. That is corruption at the highest level, and it has been going on for decades, and people seem okay with it. And it's just, uh, it, it, it seems kind of nuts that, you know, everybody understands that these people are corrupt and they just keep voting for them. Well, you know, they're in there. Like, is your, is your life getting substantially better? Probably. People think that, you know, things aren't really going that bad. I'll just keep voting for the same person. Well, shit, man, they, they could be a lot better if you didn't vote for people who didn't give a fuck about you. They just want to, get into office, stay in office for, you know, 40 or 50 years, make a shit ton of money, have a lot of power, and they basically tell you to go fuck yourself. That's why I like Donald Trump, because he's independently wealthy, regardless of how much money you think he has, the guy's rich. He's, he's got money. He's not worried about getting out of office and making a bunch of speeches and writing books and, uh, you know, getting deals with Netflix like Obama. The guy's already got money. He doesn't care. He donates his salary back to the government. He's not even taking his salary for being president. That's the kind of guy that you need. Someone who is not bought off by all of these special interests. As he said, that's why he won't take money from, uh, you know, Wall Street and these big corporations, because then you owe them something. And it's not something, it's not a situation you want to put yourself in. So he doesn't do it. And that seems pretty, pretty awesome to me. Because God knows, you know, Joe Biden got all of his money from Wall Street and the big banks and the media and social media and all of the crazy rich people, you know, Jeff Bezos and everybody. All those people gave their money to Joe Biden. Why would they do that? Because he's the guy you can buy. Everybody knows he's the guy you can buy. He's good old Joe. You know, his, his district in, uh, in Delaware, that's where all the credit card companies are based. He has been a shill for the credit card companies his entire career. He's the guy that they would help out, you know, give him a low interest loan or whatever for his house. And then he goes and votes that they don't really have all these regulations on him. And now you, uh, you know, they made it harder to declare bankruptcy for your credit cards. It's just, it's, it's baked into the cake. This is the guy that you can buy and they all give their money to him. And then you have Trump who basically says, fuck you to half the people in the world. And they don't give him any money. Why is that? Because he's going to say, fuck you to them too. Joe Biden won't. He's afraid of everything. He's afraid of a shadow. He won't even come out of his basement. And when he comes out of his basement, he has two masks on and then takes his mask off to cough. And that's the guy that you people voted for. That's the guy who it seems like might be the next president of the United States. And on that note, I'm going to get out of here because I got to go do some work, but think about, think about things a little bit long-term before you do this kind of shit again. Just please, before the next election, just think a little bit. It's not about who you want to have a beer with. All right. It's not about who you think is nice. It's not about who has the best tweets, you know, the nicest messages to people. It's about who's going to have the policies, that will benefit you and the country the most. At this point, that is Donald Trump. Even if you don't like him, it's Donald Trump. Joe Biden wants to get rid of the oil industry, okay? All of us have cars. Everything that you have, this, this, all this, that's the oil industry. All plastics are byproducts of the oil industry. I don't know if y'all knew that. You probably didn't. Half the shit that you have, 
comes from the oil industry and this dude just wants to cut it. I understand you want to transition away from it, you know, maybe a long way down the road and maybe that's what he meant. I kind of doubt it because he had numerous opportunities to say that, but at some point we're going to need to get away from those things, but we have to do it in a reasonable way and we can't cripple our country to do it. Same thing with the Paris climate accords. Why would we allow China to keep polluting all they want and basically do anything they want and then punish our country, even though our country is the one reducing emissions by the greatest amount, even after we left the Paris climate accords, we're still taking our emissions down because people don't, people don't want dirty air and dirty water. People want clean air and clean water. And if you give them reasonable opportunities, to go that way, they will naturally go that way. It's not that hard. But if you try to force everyone over there, there's gonna be drastic issues. There's gonna be a lot of huge changes, millions of jobs lost, people out of work, and then what are they gonna do? They wanna put them on you know, UBI, universal basic income. That's a really good idea, yeah. Because the welfare system has worked out so well, right? All the people we give welfare to, they, they pull themselves up by the bootstraps. They go get a job. They start a business. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. No. No, they don't. They stay on welfare. Because if you give people welfare and they know they don't have to work, they're not going to work. Most people are not the kind of people who are just going to work no matter what. Most people are going to want to sit at home and watch Maury, which, I mean, it is entertaining, but... It's, you know, it's not the way to have a society. You, you can't have universal basic income and just pay everybody to, you know, play their fiddle or their flute or whatever the hell it is that people do if they're just sitting at home doing nothing all day. So uh, please think about these decisions before you make any more big decisions in the future. If we have any runoff elections, please consider who you're voting for and where they go and what they might do there. If Joe Biden is the president, he might not be all that bad because he won't have the Senate, hopefully. If he does have the Senate and the House, we're all fucked because the guy's brain is no longer working. All right. So that's it for today. Um, thanks for watching if you actually watched. <laughs>